Okay, I hope you are enjoying these software updates. As I've mentioned, you know, chemo has done a number on my voice, but this isn't stopping me. I will continue to bring these little software updates. Here's my one ask. If you like these, share them with a friend, post them on social media, or even better, go take the time to go to Apple or Spotify and give me a review. I know Apple, it's the way I get seen is by going and actually leaving comments for a review. It will mean everything to me and enjoy this one. Okay, so with the holidays around the corner and me getting lots of you know client bi-weeklies that talks about this, I figured what better than to come here and kind of give you a software update. This is a quick one today because I have discussed these things on the podcast before. But like I said, it's right around the corner and people tend to forget, or maybe you've never implemented some sort of tools and structure to your holidays. And with that, it's all regarding our nutrition. Okay. So how many of you have gone through the month of December? And let's just rope Thanksgiving into there because it seems like once Thanksgiving hits for many people, they are already in kind of like reactive mode with their diet and just feeling really stressed about all the events they have coming up and how they're going to manage the holidays. Well, first off, you have to, you know, decide where you want to be in January when this is all said and done. I have some clients that honestly, they're okay with just maintaining through the month of December. Maintaining is still hard enough, guys, with all of the events that are coming and going. I have always seen maintenance being weight stable through the month of December as a big win and also has allowed me to kind of just enjoy the month a little bit more versus putting these unrealistic expectations on myself. But that is also to say I have had some clients hire me in October and November, you know, right before the holidays and dominate through the holidays because they've got structure and they've got a nutritional strategy. And let's face it, you can say no to more things than we normally do. But I first just say that because you first need to make that decision. You know, what is it that you are going to be okay with? And this can apply to any holiday, any event. It's truly stopping and asking yourself, what will I be okay with when I wake up tomorrow? Or what will I be okay with if you're looking at it from like a whole month? What will I be okay with when I wake up January 2nd? You know, what is it that I want to see? Now, I would first suggest that calendar plotting helps you make this decision. And by that, what I mean is, let's say it's just a regular event that you're going to in the middle of the week, calendar plotting, and that is like laying out your week where you're going to be on plan or off plan allows you already to help make that decision. If I see that I already have several events coming up, well, I'm definitely going to be a little more aware of that when I'm creating, say, some food rules and some guardrails around that. But let's say that this is the only event you have coming up this week with Thanksgiving and you are totally okay with just kind of maintaining through this because let's face it, unless you have a photo shoot or you're in the middle of contest prep, I really don't believe in dieting on special holidays. I think that it leads to, you know, more binging later, more, you know, uh, feeling resentful towards the diet, more of you feeling like it's not sustainable versus starting to change that picture in your head when it comes to the word diet and see it as your choices and it's all about you being aligned. So 
Calendar plotting will help you make that decision. So like my client today had said, oh, you know, I think I need some help grading some some rules because I'm stressed about it and I, I'm in a groove right now and I really don't want to, and, you know, she said, quote unquote, screw this up. So I reminded her, first, you've got to decide what you want. Like, let's say that you really don't have big plans for Thanksgiving. Well, then it's an easy uh, opportunity for you to just stick closer to, say, your diet structure and strategy because you don't have that, you know, going on. But let's say you have a big family event coming up. Well, then this is where our food rules, behavior rules come into place. Now, a lot of people hear the word food rule and they're like, oh, that's just triggering. I don't like to be told what I can't have. And so maybe by you putting down on a list of things you can or cannot have, that may trigger you more. And this is where you could actually then implement some behaviors. Maybe it isn't about you not eating certain foods, but instead behaviors to implement might be something like, I'm going to put my fork down in between each bite. I'm going to drink a drink of water after every couple of bites. I'm going to only get one plate of food. I'm going to make a rule that I have to, I can have whatever I want, but it has to be put on a plate first. So you see, these are all behavior ones that don't necessarily focus, hey, it's, it's saying you can have whatever you want, but these are the behavior rules around it. And then of course, you could have specific food rules, and I, I love these too. It might be, okay, I'm only going to have one piece of dessert, or I'm allowed for seconds, but only with my proteins, or I'm allowed to have a little bit of everything, or it might be, I'm not allowed to have fried foods, you know, or it might be, I'm not allowed to, you know, like whatever you want it to be, point being, specificity is the key, because remember, our inner critic, you know, likes to use the voice of compromise to say, oh, it's okay, you said just eat healthy, mac and cheese is healthy, it's got dairy in it, or whatever it may be, I just know that my inner critic is crazy about finding ways with the voice of compromise to, you know, not show up as my best self. So it is being very specific. And then you also need to remember to do this the day before. So you're here, here you are, you've like decided what you want. You know, you've looked at your calendar plotting, you've looked at your week, you, you, you know, really agree to what you're okay with. You set up those behavior and food rules, you know, to become guardrails. And then you need to set them up the days slash day before, no less than the day before. Don't wait till that morning when you've already started pouring mimosas or whatever. It needs to be day before because our best self when looking into the future always makes better decisions than in the moment. Always is more aligned. And then last, to add an extra layer, share it with someone for accountability. Share it with a family member. Share it with, if you've got a coach, I always say, send it to me. Show me your rules and guardrails because maybe I can help you come up with more creative ones. Maybe there's ones that they feel too restrictive. So let's reword it because I'm all about tricking the brain. And maybe it's not about what you can't have. And instead, it's focusing on what you can. Maybe you put down that you must eat a plate full of veggies or a salad before you start going on to the more calorically dense foods, whatever it may be. Point being, come up with some food rules. Be proactive on these holidays so that you can actually enjoy it. The rules are there as guardrails to help you, to help your best self so you don't have to leave this up to willpower because we know 
willpower will run out, decision fatigue is a real thing, and you won't make the better decisions.